You are listening to the Self Made Bay podcast with your co-hosts Danny Fountain and Lola Gilbert, who dive deep into the psychology and strategy of starting a business. Here is the place where we get real with you, talk about the gritty parts of business that make us cry, and cut out the bullshit. We're ready to talk about how the hell we handle the day-to-day when life gets hard. Take our hands, join in conversation, and get real support as you build your empire. Because you're a self-made babe. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feeds or iTunes. You can also follow us on Instagram at selfmadebabepodcast. All links are in the show notes. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome back, everyone, to the Self Made Babe podcast. Today, we are here with my assistant slash friend slash all the things, uh, Caitlin Allen. So Caitlin is a northern Michigan country girl turned Arizonian desert rat. Two years ago, she moved from Michigan to southern Arizona to join AmeriCorps VISTA, which is like Domestic Peace Corps. Uh, Long story short, she will be ending her second VISTA term this August, and she wasn't sure what she wanted to do, and so at the end of last year, I hired her to be my assistant, and she was brand new to the world of entrepreneurship and virtual assisting, and she wasn't really sure what to do in the beginning, but now she works with me, Lola, Raina Pomeroy, uh, my collaboration with Rosemary Watson and Janet Bishop, and she slowly built out a business serving others. When she's not supporting entrepreneurs, she's usually chasing cacti and scorpions out here in the Sonoran Desert. I say here like I'm in Arizona right now. <laughs> so glad to have you on, Caitlin. Hi. Hey, I also yeah. actually have um, a like, business entrepreneur that I work with as well who runs a ranch in Montana. Oh, that's right. And, and she just signed a coffee shop in the town that she lives in to do stock photography for under her second brand, which we'll talk about in a little bit. So, Caitlin, do you want to give us the rundown? Tell us about your primary business, your secondary business, and what you do. Sorry. Yeah, so outside of my at least 40-hour a work week, I am working on the side, doing a side hustle um, with different entrepreneurs, like you said, Um, but also just after a mastermind a couple weeks ago, I've started um, like my brand, I guess, uh, with my name, and I have my website now and stuff, but I also started a second brand uh, doing stock photography it's not really much yet but I plan to grow a lot and hopefully get a creative market account um I'm working on that and it's called the hashtag holiday yeah heck yes so cool um so you know I'm all about you no joke um but tell us a little bit about what you've struggled and succeeded with these five months so far yeah so for me um I think that I've struggled a lot with uh, time management. Um, And because I am working a 40-hour work week, and then to go do anything away from my town, I have to drive two hours, so it's like a huge time commitment. And then doing all the side work stuff, um, it's trying to find time for me outside of working. But then also, I think I'm really lucky in the aspect of 
who I started with because y'all have big names like Danny can like hand me clients here and there and Raina knows so many people and her brand is awesome and then all of the people I work with on the Raina and Co team um, it's just phenomenal that I have I've been so lucky to get the clients that know so many people and I, I don't even call them clients they're like friends <laughs> So good. Um, so as far as time management goes, um, you work a 40 hour work week, you have a business and now you have the second business. So you're basically me four years ago. <laughs> yes. What is your method to manage that? Cause I know, so for all of you who don't know, like she has my calendar on her calendar. She has, I think you have one other client's calendar on your calendar. Plus you have your calendar. Plus you use a paper planner. Um, what do you think is the best method that you found for timekeeping so far? Yeah, so I do best with writing stuff down because that's just how I remember things. Like, honestly, if I don't write it down, I'm not going to remember. So I definitely have my paper planner. I actually have two paper planners. Um, one is for my 40-hour work week job, and then one is for just client work. Um, and they're all color-coded, so, like, each client has a color. And then I use Toggle to keep track of all of my work. Um, and it's color coordinated with, you know, my, my planner. And then I also put everything into my calendar so that if I forget and it like slips my mind when I plan something with someone that I get a notification on my phone. So I, I'm not like super forgetting. Um, it's just, I'm just so organized. Sometimes it's not good. But if I don't write something down, I'll totally forget. <laughs> No, I've been there. I know what that feels like. So talk me through, you have two businesses now, you have clients, you have steady revenue, you're learning all of the business things like how to budget and how to save 30% for taxes and what's expensable and what's not. Um, what's next? What are your 30, 60, and 90 day goals from here? Yeah, so I didn't even remember what I put. I think my 30 day... Do you have them? I don't remember. Yeah. So you said in 30 days you wanted your hashtag holiday creative market shop live. In 60 yes. days, you wanted a blog that you were posting once a week on. And in 90 days, you'll be ending AmeriCorps Vista. And so you had no idea. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's so scary to think like in 90 days. Oh my gosh, that's too close. Let's not talk about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So in 30 days, I think it's definitely doable for me to have a creative market um, shop, I guess. I've created an Etsy shop. I just have to add more stock photography to my Etsy shop to show that I'm selling through creative market to get on creative market because that's a process in and of itself. Um, so I'm working on that. In 60 days, I really want to start blogging. I think that blogging is... Um, I think it's another good side hustle that people don't take for granted or I mean some people kind of niche on blogging but I really want a good blog and then to help others and then gosh in 90 days I am done with kind of like a huge two-year commitment and I am free which is crazy like I I moved across the country so I don't know anyone here but yet 
I have so many people that I feel tied to now. So it's figuring out, okay, do I want to take a federal job that I have easy access to because I'm AmeriCorps or do I stay and try to work on my business as a full-time thing instead of a side hustle? So I'm just in that phase where I'm like, I don't know. There's so many options, but I, I don't know which one I want. No, that totally makes sense. And I know Lola is going to talk about this a little bit, um, but I'm curious what causes you to hesitate on just going full-time? So I pay for everything by myself. Like I am a 23-year-old who doesn't have any money given to me from my parents. Like I don't talk to my dad. I don't, my mom can't, can't give me anything. So I'm over here making $800 a month on my AmeriCorps budget paying for everything. And I'm like, so $600 in an apartment in Phoenix scares me because I'm not making that much money on my side hustle yet. So I have to figure out how to make sure that I have enough money to be able to survive even though I'm already doing that. So I don't know, it's, it's scary to take that leap, I think, because I don't trust myself completely, if that makes sense. That makes sense. And I see Lola, like, <laughs> wheels are turning over there. We're going to get to that. <laughs> um, last question before I toss it off to her. Um, step back to where you were five months ago when you got that email from me that said, hey, my assistant is out, can you cover down? I know you don't know what the hell this entrepreneurship thing is. I know you really don't understand what I do for a living, but help, I need help, please. Um, what were your thoughts then, and how does that compare to your thoughts now on this world? So honestly, my first thought was like, Dude, I'm about to leave for Mexico in a week and you're asking me to help you? Because I was, I was planning a trip that I'd planned with one of my best friends. But I was really excited because I was thinking, oh man, I'm I could make so much money doing this. And then that 30% taxes hit that first time around and I'm like, oh, I'm not making nearly what I thought I was going to make. Dang. But now, looking back on it, like I felt like I would ask every stupid little question because I didn't understand. But now I realize that to be really connected and be a really good VA or partner in an organization or like in a business, you really, you really have to ask questions. You really need to get to know your client. And I hate using that word again. I hate that word. Um, but really get to know the brand and get to know the voice behind the brand and really be able to ask questions and feel comfortable asking questions because it's only going to help you and them in the future. And I love learning all the new things. I've learned so much in these past five months that I never thought I would learn. And I thought I knew everything about social media, but I've learned so much. <laughs> love that and it's been cool to watch you grow over the past five months too like I remember when you started um y'all she was asking me questions like three times a day every day and now I open my inbox in the morning and like things are handled 
some of my clients she's completely taken over the work for the, the I mean I have contracts with them but she's handling everything um you've come a long way in five months I know it's crazy <laughs> so I'm gonna toss it over to Lola now I know she's got some questions I see that face <laughs> so all right Lola take it away Yay. Okay. Awesome. So I love hearing that you're scared and I know that sounds so bad, but I as well started working with Caitlin just shortly after she started any VA work. And, um, I know that you have enormous potential because as Caitlin mentioned, she is someone who asks questions and I know it makes you feel like shit because I hate asking questions too. It hates when you don't, it sucks when you don't know anything, but you asking questions, even though if I'm being honest as an entre as the business owner, it can be a little overwhelming, but also what makes us good business owners is that we're willing to help you and to see you succeed on your own. Um, and so asking questions also lets me know as a business owner that you give a shit how you're performing, because if you didn't ask questions, you would just do whatever you thought would be okay. And then at the end of the month, I would be like, Caitlin, why'd you do it like this? Because you never asked, blah, 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 blah. And so asking questions, don't feel dumb about asking questions because you, when you ask questions, and I'm just talking specifically about you, you take the answer and I know you like write it down or like chisel it in your brain. And, <laughs> and, and I can only, I know that I'm going to give you the answer and you're going to make sure it's done just the way that I want it. So if any of our listeners are looking for a VA, obviously reach out to Caitlin, me and Danny can't say enough good things about her. But I also wanted to talk a little bit about, um, so you were talking, so one thing that I wanted to talk about is that I know because I've worked with you that you're worth so much more than you're charging. <laughs> so I know that that um, success is like right in your grasp like it's not this far off dream that you may be telling yourself that it is or that when you end your full-time job that you're just gonna like be scrambling for clients or things to do because it also opens up those extra hours for you to take on more work and to really focus on your clients and so I would personally hate to see you give up that that potential that you have if it's something that you want to do um, so is the financial thing the only thing that is scary for you right now? Or is it also just like being a business owner in general? Cause it's a lot of responsibility. It's not just about whether you can pay your bills or not. It's also about like just owning something and having to be responsible for it. Because right now when it's something is your side hustle, if it fails, whatever, it's not I mean, it, it failed, whatever. But when you take on something full time and 100%, you are responsible for yourself and your clients. Yeah. So I don't want to sound too cocky, but honestly, it's literally just financial. Like, I, I feel like I make a really good connection with my clients and I want to make sure that they have the best experience possible. And if I don't have to sleep tonight because I just got something last minute, like I'm going to get, I'm going to get it done. And yeah, I, I honestly, I just think it's all financial and growing up 
really poor. That's just always scared me. I never, I never want to live that life again. Yeah. I myself also grew up, my parents were divorced. I've talked about this before. My dad was a drug addict and, and, um, well, that was, that just went from zero to 60, but I've talked about that before, but it was also, it's very much set me up for my, um, my adulthood to be terrified to not have money. Cause I know exactly what it looks like to not only live paycheck to paycheck, but like not even that, like to live halfway through the week and like my mom not knowing what the last three days were going to look like. Um, so I completely a hundred percent understand that. And I think that it's also one of the biggest fears that is like over my head and has also made, because when you're in your first year of entrepreneurships, you're going to have failures. Like nobody is perfect unless you somehow got your shit on like Ellen and it's like blowing up somewhere. Otherwise there's going to be ebbs and flows in the first year of your entrepreneurship. And in the past couple months, I've talked about this also on my blog, it's been hard um, for the Babetown Collective. And, but because we kind of share that, um, that past, it also gives us this extra fire that people who don't know what that looks like, or what that feels like, they don't necessarily have that. Like there's, um, there's also something to be said about being naive to that. And some people just think, they get comfortable and they spend money and it's just like going out the door. And so I don't want that fear to be something that holds you back. Cause like I said, I know that you can explode in the VA world or whatever it is that you want to do with the stock photography, because business is so built into your brain. And I know that it's like how you function, you handle it so well. Um, so anyway, I don't, I, if that is the only thing holding you back, girl, charge what you are worth. You have three months, get, figure out how many clients you need to get and, and just like rock it because I would hate for that to be the only thing that holds you back. Now, if it's something else and you don't know if hundred percent, I know you mentioned you're not sure if this is hundred percent what you want to do, that kind of thing. That's something deeper that we're not going to work through in a half an hour. But if it's just money, then girls just charge what you are worth and go out there because I know that me and Danny, like we've talked about it before, like you're going to do incredible things if that's what you want to do. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, I guess I just know that I really want to get out of where I'm at right now. Um, I live in a really small rural town where the population is 3000 and the average age is 65. Like I have, nothing here and it's two hours to go to the movies so like I just really want to get into the city and if I can't for a few months and I have to stay down here and pay cheap rent but save up a little more money then it's what I'm gonna have to do but I just really I really want to get up to the city and have a social life I guess yeah absolutely Entrepreneurship can be lonely and especially when there's just no one even around like we we talk about all the time the entrepreneur will like get out have a coffee date this and that but like when there's no one around <laughs> we don't even have a coffee shop so it's not <laughs> happening <laughs> okay and then the other thing I wanted to mention um, or to briefly talk about is that you did kind of mention commitment issues um, and I don't as much as I don't see that on my end, because I've just seen you be so committed to your work, can you talk a little bit about how you've been struggling through that um, when it comes to either, you know, your business life or your personal life? 
I mean, I feel like I'm committed in a sense that, like, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. I feel like I'm more committed to the people that I've signed contracts with than my own business, if that makes sense. So when I am looking at my website, I'm like, oh, well, I could fix a few things here or I could be doing client work instead. So like for me, it's hard to like take time to work on my own business because I want to work on other people's because that's fun. Um, but I don't really, Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't know though. And like commitment wise, I've always been a person who wants to travel. So my friends at home, my mom, my family, they've always known that I'm going to get out of town. I'm going to leave. I'm going to do whatever I want to do and nothing's going to hold me back like that. So I don't really feel committed to much besides figuring out what I want to do. And I don't think that's a bad thing. And I don't even know that I would um, classify that as necessarily commitment issues because I think that you are committed to your business and you're committed to your clients and you're committed to this life that you want to see flourish and grow. So I wouldn't even necessarily say that. I would just say that it's more of, I think that a lot of us struggle with that, that we don't want to like be working on our website or be working on our social media, especially if our business is like really client-based and service-based for other people. Like we would much rather be doing that. Um, So I don't think at all that that's like an issue with your commitment to your business. It's just something that as entrepreneurs, we don't really want to do, which is why when you get to a certain point, you outsource those things because you don't want to do them anymore. (laughs) So I and that's why you hire me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but for those of you, I did want to mention for those of you who are um, maybe dealing with some commitment issues, and we'll put this in the show notes. But um, Peter Shallard and I read this article a few weeks ago. Did this article on why commitment phobia is killing your business growth, and he talks about this um, this kind of philosophy that business has that kind of has like a put a ring on it philosophy, meaning that you have to consistently work on it. You have to have a daily plan, a weekly plan, a monthly plan, um, which Caitlin, we know that you're really, really good at planning. But for those of you, since we brought up commitment issues, if you are struggling with this, I would strongly suggest going to read that article. um, Because when you start a business, you cannot um, be kind of wonky with it um, if you want to see success. Now, I think that a lot of us, especially serial entrepreneurs, spend a lot of time kind of like in and out of ideas and throwing them out there and starting new things too early. And we all know that I've been guilty of that. But Um, but if you really want to see growth within your business, you have to consistently work. And that's something that Danny is so, so great at, um, which is why we're all like, (laughs) why are you making that face? (laughs) It's so true, Danny, whether you want to admit it or not. She is so good at, even if sometimes you may be a shit show behind the scenes or feel like you're a shit show on the outside, we all know how hard you're killing it and how often you are um, working on PR for your business and working on marketing for your business and working on networking for your business and all of those things you drive. Getting a free trip to Mexico 
for your business. <laughs> right? Like Danny is so, so good at that, which is also why you're so good at just managing your marketing business. Cause you know how to do that. Um, and if that is any, um, any, what is the word that I'm looking for? Um, just account of why you should be consistent in your business because Danny's has blossomed and I know this isn't about her, but if you guys are wondering and struggling with commitment within your business, read that article um, and maybe possibly take a look at Danny's Instagram because <laughs> she's amazing. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about, Danny? I just wanted to cover the commitment and stuff. Like I said, I know Caitlin, that you are going to do incredible things if you want to and raise your prices, please. Thanks. <laughs> we all told her the same thing at um, the mastermind retreat in Arizona. <laughs> Except for Danny was like, but don't raise your prices with me. Right? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Throwing me under the bus. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Um, so I think the only thing that I would add to that is, um, you came into this by accident, but I don't think it's an accident that you're doing well. Right. Um, because you came into this like without a plan, you literally came into this because my business was on fire and I needed help. And you came in and in less than a month you had fixed everything. The next month you're working for Raina fricking Pomeroy. <laughs> And, and, Lola. Then, and then you're working with Lola and you're working with like, it's not, it's not an accident that you're doing well. It's not an accident that I get asked all the time how my assistant is so on top of it. It's not an accident that like people respond to you sometimes before they respond to me because they know shit's going to get handled faster. <laughs> but it's none of that is an accident. She's laughing because she knows it's true. I'm like, um, oh, that client that was emailing me today, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think I would just keep that in mind because sometimes the things that you fall into by accident um, end up becoming your greatest passion. And I would hate to see fear or uncertainty around commitment be the thing that traps you in a side hustle like it did me for so long. Because we all know that I could be... 200 yards ahead of where I am right now if I would have made the leap a little faster. So. I think it's just really nice to hear that, like, as an entrepreneur that really doesn't have anyone to talk to, um, it's just so nice to hear the struggles that other entrepreneurs are having and, know, like, hearing that positive feedback just, like, fires me even more. So I really thank you guys both for that. <laughs> And I think so demystifying being the key word of the night here. Um, all of us work in our offices alone. All of us struggle to explain to people what the hell it is that we do. Um, so just because you're in a little town on the border of Mexico, um, like we're all alone too. Like don't feel like that you're any more alone because you're geographically alone. And you know I got your bag, girl. <laughs> so about that boxer message. <laughs> uh, okay, so tell everyone where they can stalk you, please. Yeah, so my Facebook and Twitter and Instagram are Kate M. Allen. And my, yeah, 
And then hash, the hashtag holiday on Instagram and Facebook. And I have an Etsy shop too, uh, the hashtag holiday as well. There's not much up, but I swear I'm, I'm getting there. I'm going to start using my real camera, not just myself. <laughs> <laughs> and CaitlinAllen.com because you finally oh, have yeah. a website. Yeah. I have a website. It's pretty kick-ass, so everybody should go take a look at it. For someone who's only been in business five months, I'm pretty proud of how cool her website is. <laughs> we do have to give a shout out to Rosemary for that yes. awesome website. Rosemary of Rosemary Watson Productions. Thank you for And Jana website. for helping us. Yeah, yeah I'm like Jana too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, for those of you who don't know, Rosemary, Jana, and I were in Phoenix at the end of April. And Caitlin came up from Aho to spend the weekend with us. And Rosemary banged out an entire website and brand for Caitlin literally in an afternoon. It was amazing. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for being a guest. Thank you so much for having me. Yes.